Hey, what's up? It's Sage. And I'm Autumn. Welcome to The Weekly Basis. Oh, I hate it. I hate how I said basis. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hey. Welcome again. uh, Episode three. By the way, if I sound congested, it's because I am. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, don't take... Uh, any notice of that? <laughs> it's not too annoying. I don't think it will be. I can barely tell. Honestly. Okay, because I can tell like a lot. Like I, because I know my own voice. Right. And this ain't it. <laughs> but um, I know like for the past couple of episodes, not very many, but nope. um, we kind of just like jump into the topic and don't like talk at all. No, so you so, don't know who we are. Yeah, you have no <laughs> idea who we are. Here's information. So yeah, we're just. We're just going to, like, start off by sort of, like, talking about our week. And yeah. if you care, cool. If you don't care, Skip oh, well. It? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Just move on past There's it. There's that 15-second skip thing. Yeah. That's what I do. <laughs> I don't care about something. Bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. All right, Autumn, how was your week? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Ew, you said, like, my full name. Anyways, I don't know how you would say half my name, but that's not the Aww. point. <laughs> that's what my mom calls me sometimes um okay yeah my week was my week was good I just like had work um I picked up my cap and gown oh my god yes Woo! so she's graduating if you didn't know she is graduating <laughs> I she said graduate I, te- <laughs> I technically graduated in December but they don't do like the ceremonies in yeah. December which is stupid um so like I'm having the commencement ceremony in like a week that's crazy i know and it feels like like out of rhythm Mm. from like everybody else yeah because like i already i I already graduated technically Mm -hmm. and so now it just feels like a really delayed reaction yeah (laughs) um but my mom really wanted me to do it so i the parents love that sort of stuff and like also (laughs) parental pressure <laughs> so i i did it um good yeah you will be attending i will be <laughs> oh speaking of which um my co-worker finally responded to me did you get a switch <laughs> yeah okay cool so my co-worker messaged me um or no he didn't i messaged him and i was like hey can can we switch shifts because he was working earlier than i was on uh, graduation day for autumn and, like I need to be there which I was gonna make it anyways even if I got like off of work at five instead of two um and I messaged him I was like hey you want to switch shifts and then he just didn't respond <laughs> but responded in the work group chat and I was like okay avoiding so clearly I'm being ignored so I sent him just a question mark today and then he was like oh yeah I can I should be able to do that I was like cool okay. thank you so yeah nothing really exciting else happened during the week so what about you? Um, yeah, I've just been studying for finals, because unfortunately I have not graduated yet. <laughs> Soon. Soon. She graduates next December, this yes. coming December. But yeah, i just been studying for finals. Um, just took a final, actually. Got out of that and came right here to record this podcast. <laughs> Woo! Um, and it went well. It went, yeah. She went good. Honestly, my professor was grading the exams as people turn them in, so I probably will get my grade back today. That's exciting. (laughs) It's crazy, though, how much, how fast everything went. 
Like one for sure. One second we were freshmen on spring break. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of spring break, right? I did that intentionally. I did the that was a perfect transition. Yeah. So okay, the reason she brought up spring break <laughs> our freshman year is because that was when Sage got her first tattoo. Yeah. And my Ooh. second tattoo. That's <laughs> climactic. Which is our topic for today's tattoos. episode. Yes. Tattoos. So I did the research for this one. So I've got a couple articles and a couple pictures that I'm gonna show Sage. Sorry, um, you can't see. Sorry. So the first article, like I said, is about the history of tattoos in general, like around the world. Around the world. Why do we think the same thing? I hate that song, actually, because <laughs> that's the only thing it says in the whole song. Uh-huh. It's really annoying. Anyways, this first one, this first uh, article is from, I think, like, PSU.com. I think it's, like, some sort of university. My phone's having an aneurysm. <laughs> PSU.edu. I don't know what university that stands for. Penn State. Yeah. Penn State Penn University. State. <laughs> That's a good school. Yeah. yeah. Incredible. Okay. <laughs> Let me get to... Okay. So this is a quote in the article. So I'm quoting a quote in the article. <laughs> um, so, tattoos have probably been important to people for over 10,000 years. Okay? And that was the quote. Uh-huh. So, long time. <laughs> um... So the oldest documented tattoos belong to, I'm going to say the name, will it be correct? We will never know. Do your best. Um, Otzi. Otzi. O-T-Z-I. Seems right. Um, the Iceman. Otzi the Iceman, (laughs) whose preserved body was discovered in the Alps between Austria and Italy in 1991. He died around 3300 BC. Damn. So, um, but they think that the practice of inserting pigment under the skin surface, tattooing, mm-hmm. originated originated long before that person, <laughs> that Iceman. <laughs> um, also, fun fact uh, Brad Pitt has okay. an image of O.T. the Iceman tattooed on his arm. Oh. Hey, Brad. <laughs> um, yeah, good job, Brad. <laughs> uh, oh, yes. Yeah, so the picture, one of the pictures I have is like, so I told you that like they found Otsi the Iceman, like, like he had tattoos all over his body. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I found like a picture of like close-up images of them because you can't really see them from afar. Right. Because like it's a it's a mummy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doesn't look good. <laughs> um, but I think one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. 10, 12, 13, 14, 15. 15 little tattoos on his body. Um, I'm going to read a little caption on the top and I'll show you. Okay. okay. So, Otzi had some strange tattoos. This was just a picture I found on, like, Google. Okay. Like, I didn't get it from an article. I mean, it probably came from an article, but right. it was, like, Google images. <laughs> so, um, they were lines on his lower back, wrists, ankles, and knees. So, they said that he probably had... Um, neuropathy, which I looked up, (laughs) (laughs) which is called peripheral neuropathy, which is weakness, numbness, and pain from nerve damage, usually in the hands and the feet, so like jointy type things and like extremities, and you know, it makes sense because like Iceman, he probably did ice-related things, Yeah. and that nerve damage, Mm -hmm. so anyways. (laughs) Wait, so he had lines, he had tattooed lines? Yes, so he had neuropathy, 
and the patterns that were pro that were tattooed on him were probably for the use of a tapping stick to ease pain. Okay. So kind of like acupuncture. Yeah. With tattoos. <laughs> so like they weren't like tattoos for the sake of like having art on your body. It was for like healing purposes. Okay. Which I did read a little bit about. I don't know if it's in the article that I'm gonna read next or if it was another article that I didn't use. Mm -hmm. But I did read about that it was used for healing purposes sometimes in the olden days. Did they use ink? Do you have any idea what they were? I feel like no. No. I'm feeling ink, but I don't know. <laughs> um, so, here is the picture with all the little tattoos. Wow. So, yeah, mainly just lines and then uh -huh. some cross-looking images. Yeah, but like like I said, they weren't for, like, beautification things. Right. They were for, like, a clinical purpose. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Physical purpose. In Japan, tattooing is thought to go back to the Paleolithic era, and tattooed Egyptian mummies, which were primarily female, have been uncovered dating to the age of the pyramids. So, a long time ago. <laughs> in, in 1948, the excavation of Siberian tombs revealed bodies over 2,000 years old, decorated with tattoos of animals and mythical beasts. Egypt's international trade spread the practice of tattooing to Crete, hopefully I said that right, <laughs> Greece and Arabia, and there is also a history of tattooing in ancient China, as well as among Celtic and Northern European tribes, such as the Picts, like it looks like Pick, like picture, mm -hmm. Picked, and then T-S, so Picts. Okay. Um, that was like a tribe, I think, but like it translates to painted people okay so, so it makes sense why they would have yeah tattoos um and the samoa and the polynesian islands the word tattoo originated it might be said like tattoo but it looks like tattoo <laughs> it's t-a-t-o-u um so yeah it was literally like all everywhere. over the place <laughs> everywhere um and then, surprise, surprise, with the rise of Christianity, yep. tattooing became increasingly associated with paganism and the criminal class, yep. and was prohibited in Europe under the first Christian Roman Emperor, Constantine. <laughs> there you go. Stamp of disapproval by <laughs> <the> Constantine. <laughs> in the late 18th century, the practice of tattooing became popular among British sailors around the time of Captain James Cook's voyage to Tahiti. And for a time, tattoos were present in the Western world, mostly on the bodies of seamen, men of the sea. <laughs> um, returning. Oh, God. <laughs> I didn't even register. That's why I said it. 39. Anyway. Um, returning from the South Pacific. But the art form experienced a resurgence among the British gen gentry? Gentry? I feel like it's gentry. Yeah, I think so. The British gentry after King George, I want to say the fifth, they're using Roman numerals. It's a V. Is that five? I think so. <laughs> it is five, yeah. Yes. V is four. Yes, I'm ingenious. Anyways. <laughs> uh, wait, look up what V-I-I is. And it's seven. Okay, so. Because then it goes five and then you add one to it. Okay, so okay, okay. So, now once you get to eight, it gets complicated. <laughs> we, we don't have to talk about it. We don't have to go there. <laughs> um, but the art form experienced a resurgence among the British gentry after King George V and later Edward VII, yes, were tattooed. 
with a dragon and a cross, mm. um, and foreign courts followed the British court's lead, speaking no, sparking a rash of tattooed royalty during the 19th century. So Constantine was like, tattoos are bad. Mm-hmm. But then some royal people were like, nah, I'm going to get these tattoos. <laughs> and then everybody was like, oh, shoot. Tattoos are cool. <laughs> That's basically what happened. The sheep. <laughs> yes, literally. We are all sheep. <laughs> so yeah, tattoos became more like socially acceptable because of this. Oh, this is something that I found really interesting. So in the Middle East, mourners, like people that are mourning okay. from a death, yeah. um, <laughs> rub the ash from funeral pyres, which I think is cremation. Yeah. Um they would rub like the ashes into self-inflicted wounds, thereby carrying a piece of the departed with them forever. Hmm. So probably unsanitary. Yeah, but the wound. but a really sweet sentiment. Thanks. I think <laughs> that's kind of like what people do when like they have like the urns or like when people make like jewelry, jewelry. out of them or like. I saw one that was, like, making, like, sculptures and, like, vases and stuff. My mom told me that she wanted to be made into a sculpture. And I was like, okay, thanks for telling me. <laughs> I think I actually have heard of people getting tattoos with ashes mixed into them. Yeah, that seems like a thing. Tattoos have long been used as a means of identification. The Romans tattooed their criminals and slaves, a practice that was adopted by the Japanese in the early 17th century. And, of course, you know, the Nazis tattooed yeah. numbers on the arms of Jews during the Holocaust to dehumanize concentration camp inmates and identify the corpses. Mm-hmm. So. so it was, tattoos weren't always used for, for good. good. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so now the history of tattoos in America, specifically. Okay. America. America. <laughs> that's where we're from, in case you didn't know. <laughs> By our clear accent. So, towards the end of the 19th century, tattoos were widely considered taboo in America. Are we surprised? No. No. Um, Some random socialite, who might not be random, but he seemed random to me, a random socialite named Ward McAllister had this to say about them. Okay, Ward. (laughs) His specific quote. I don't know why he was mentioned. I maybe should have looked into him, but I didn't. Um... It is certainly the most vulgar and barbarous habit the eccentric mind of fashion ever invented. It may do for an illiterate seaman, but hardly for an aristocrat. Wow. Very judgy. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. He's uh, not a fan. <laughs> he does not pass the five check. Yeah. Um, so, those sociolites like McAllister may have looked upon tattoos with disgust, There were many who valued tattoos for what they represented. Those in the military especially shared the understanding that tattoos... Tattoos? 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 (laughs) That tattoos were symbols of courage and patriotism. Because they love America. (laughs) Um, The huge American flag. (laughs) um, Records of these 19th century style tattoos were found in naval logs, Letters and diaries written by the men of the sea. I refuse to say the word a lot. I'm just going to say men of the sea. (laughs) (laughs) The designs of these traditional American tattoos developed from the artists who traded and improved upon each other's styles. The tattoos evolved a series of stories and symbols that united soldiers and sailors across the world wars. That's cool. Yeah, it was like a little community. Yeah. Like you see somebody with a tattoo and you're like... 
Brother. <laughs> it's kind of like what people do when they're like on motorcycles and they go past each other and do they like a symbol, like yeah. do some sort of arm movement, mm-hmm. and it's like they're part of a community. So <laughs> my immediate thought was um, fraternity brothers getting their, like symbol tattooed. <laughs> but <Brat> brothers for <laughs> life. <laughs> um, I've seen some people around campus with like oh, for sure. the lambda Kai or whatever tattooed for, on there. Yes, yes. Um, the most well-known tattoo artist of the time was Martin Hildenbrandt. In, in 1870, he opened a studio on Oak Street in New York City. Oh, I forgot to tell where this was from. This is from SkinFactoryTattoo.com, by the way. Okay. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> um, he opened a studio on Oak Street in New York City, and it's considered the first tattooing establishment in America. Who? Martin Hildenbrandt. Martin, okay. Good old Martin. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was the first tattooing shop in America. He mm. worked there for over 20 years, where he would soon see a shift in the country's perception of tattoos with the rise of, you'll never guess, the traveling circus. <laughs> Wait, actually? Yes. I'm not kidding. I genuinely thought you just said that. <laughs> the literal traveling circus. That's when they... That's... that's that's why tattoos became more popular in more America. More popular because of the circus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and you're about to know why. Okay. Yeah, I have a question. Is that yeah. tattoo shop, is this, are they still open? Or? I don't know. Huh. You can look it up. What is it called? I doubt it. I have no idea. Oh, it didn't say the it name? It didn't say the name of it. It was just... Okay, Walt. No, not Walt. Oh, my God. Martin. Martin. <laughs> it's nobody's telling me what it's called, so I'm assuming it's not open. <laughs> Okay, so the circus. <laughs> right. <laughs> the traveling circus was the spectacle of the year for many small rural towns across America. There, those who never left their homes and farms could experience such wonders and horrors that seemed out of this world. Mm. Which makes sense, because, mm-hmm. like, like, you probably didn't travel as much, you know? Yeah. Um, one of these sideshow attractions was that of a fully tattooed person. Mm. So, a couple, Frank and Emma DeBurge, um, were one of these exhibits. Along with the usual designs of patriotic insignias and religious symbols, the couple also displayed tattoos they shared to represent their relationship and bond. Hmm. So, Frank had tattooed on him a beautiful script with the words, Forget Me Not, inscribed above a pretty portrait of his wife, Emma. She, in return, had their names beautifully adorned and displayed prominently for all to see. This display of affection for one another caught the attention of the public, appealing to their romantic senses. Is this why people get their partner's name tattooed on them? <laughs> Frank and Emma. This. <laughs> the origin. Because, like, that's kind of interesting because, like, now it's, like, kind of, like, you should never do that. Mm-mm. And, like... This is where it started, was, like, literally yeah. having each other's tattoos. Mm-hmm. Ch- each other as tattoos. Right. You know? They're like an ode to... Uh-huh. Yeah. The DeBurge saw great success touring America and Europe, and with their exposure, so did the art of tattooing gain app- gained appreciation with the public. Hmm. So, it was just a love story. <laughs> <laughs> a good old love story. That's why tattoos are so popular. <laughs> um... So now it kind of kind of goes into talk about like how like the modern tattooing tool like the mechanical thing like 
it became to be. Okay. Um, because that's not obviously how it was always. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. Technology. So traditional tattooing was a bit cumbersome for the artist. Early tattoo artists used a needle attached to a wooden handle. Mm-hmm. They would dip this needle in ink and then manually stab the skin two to three times to imprint the ink into one specific spot. The technique required great dexterity and mental fortitude. That sounds rough. That sounds so painful and also difficult. And also probably takes ten times as long. Yeah. Like, if you wanted a whole body, like a whole back tattoo, mm-mm. that would take a week at least. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've seen people where they get tattoos for cultural reasons, like get it yeah, done the old the way. The old way. It looks so painful. <laughs> Couldn't be me. I could barely handle the mechanical one. (laughs) Um, And then this guy, Samuel O'Reilly, revolutionized the practice almost overnight. Wow. Yes. Smart man. In addition to being a talented artist, O'Reilly was a skilled technician and mechanic. He theorized... O'Reilly? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. No. (laughs) No. I mean, maybe. (laughs) He said mechanic. Maybe he opened O'Reilly's little side. As a side piece. Okay. um, O'Reilly was a skilled technician and mechanic. He theorized that if up and down motion of the needle could be automated, the artist could tattoo nearly as quickly as they could draw on paper. Mm -hmm. In 1891, O'Reilly released his invention and offered it to the public along with enriched colored inks, tattoo designs, and other tools. Imagine. (laughs) You co- they come out with this mechanical tattoo gun, and then you come in one day to get your tattoo, and they're like, hey, we got this new product to stab your skin. You want to try it out? Like, <laughs> I would have been like, oh, no, thank you. Um, tattooing in the United States was turned on its head overnight. O'Reilly was swarmed with orders for his invention as more and more artists entered the field of tattooing. Mm-hmm. Now okay. you can buy it off Amazon. For real. Like, Have you seen those videos of people just like, Tattooing their friends. Yeah, or they, like, tattoo themselves. I'm mm-hmm. like, I can barely draw. I, that would look like a child drew that. So like, I could not. <laughs> um, okay, so now it talks about, like, it gets into a little bit about how tattooing all over the world, which we talked a little bit about already, but mm-hmm. I'm going to read it anyway. Um, working class men in America commonly adorned tattoos primarily as symbols of masculinity and pride. Um, soldiers and sailors that served on foreign lands however brought home with them a different form of body ornamentation so Mm. basically like whenever they went to other places they saw how people did tattoos differently and were like i'm gonna try it that way and then they came back and was like look what i did (laughs) (laughs) cool while on their travels these soldiers and sailors experienced the practices and customs of the indigenous cultures of Asia, Africa, and the South Pacific. Their individual uses of tattoos were a bit different from that of typical American art. This caused a revival of interest in tattoos in American societies across the country. That is to say, specifically, the rebel youth culture of the late 20th century. Rebels! (laughs) Um... So in the 50s and the 60s, um, the, like, rebel kids, I guess, in those um, time periods, gained a great appreciation for Asian tattooing practices. 
They admired the personal expression of spiritual and mysticism found in these cultures. Conversely, the youth of the punk movement in the 70s and 80s used tattoos as symbols of rebellion. They found solace in tattoos as a representation for their feelings of imprisonment by society standards for class and decorum. So now it talks about more modern, like, tattooing mm-hmm. things. Um, so while tattooing was once a taboo topic in America, now it's a rising career f- career field for many fledgling artists. <laughs> I mean, that's what I said. Um, more and more artists are being professionally trained in acade- in academies. The first time I read that, I definitely said academics in my head, but oh well. Um, we're being professionally trained in academies across the country. A study done in the late 1980s estimated that the number of trained artists per year has doubled in comparison to the number of artists that graduated in the 70s. Wow. However, not as many galleries are being built to host the works of these young artists. But there are plenty of people looking for tattoos. <laughs> um, as a result, these trained artists are bringing with them the plethora of skills and techniques they've learned from these art programs. They carry a sense of innovation and experimentation, already giving rise to new tattoo styles such as New School, but it's spelled S-K-O-O-L, <laughs> and Biomechanical. You know, I'm going to look those up when I'm done reading this, because I want to know what those look like. Um, new School and Biomechanical. What was previously... That's like the art. The, the, star, the art styles. Yeah. Tattoo, tattoo styles. Sounds like a tattoo that looks like you have... Like a robot? Like a robot underneath your skin, is what I'm imagining. <laughs> I don't know what new school means, but whatever. Um, but it sounds like a tattoo style. I don't know if they mean, like, a technique or, like, the actual art. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? I'll look it up. Um, what was previously a disdained and marginalized art form, tattooing has been undergoing a process of cultural reform the past few decades. New meanings of tattoo are being developed by gallery exhibits and critics that reframe the practice what it is. Art. Which is true. (laughs) Yeah. I think it is. I think it... I mean, tattoo artists are so talented. talented. Like, it's crazy. I can't even draw on paper, and you can draw on somebody's skin. (laughs) Which is, like, moving. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, I'm going to look up new school tattoo style. Okay. So it looks like really colorful stuff. Oh, okay. I don't really know how to describe it other than that, because, like, I'm not a tattoo artist, but it looks just, like, really colorful, kind of, like, animated. Animated, yeah. Like, cartoon Yeah. Y'all can look it up if you really want to see it. (laughs) New Um, School with a K. Yeah, New School with a K. Biomechanical. I already know. I think you're right. Oh, my God. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, it looks like you have a robot underneath your skin, basically. I think <laughs> but that style is really cool. It is really cool. I would never do it myself. Because yeah. I don't... Not for me. But it's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now we're sort of just going to talk about, like, our own tattoos. And our experience. Yeah. Uh, um, did not get mine for cultural reasons. <laughs> that's okay. That's for fuzzies. Um, I, I can go first. Go for it. We can go in order. Yeah, okay. You got your, I got my first tattoo first. Yep. Before I even knew you. Yep. Okay, <laughs> so 
I got my first tattoo when I turned 18. It was a birthday present. I got a matching tattoo with my mom. <laughs> um, and so, okay. I'm going to do my best here. So, it's like on my left forearm, yep. on the inside of my forearm. Mm-hmm. And it's got like symbols in a line. Yep. Okay? So, the first symbol is the letter I. And then a heart. Like a, not an atomically correct one. Like a... I don't know how to like. Like when you draw a heart. Yeah. If you were to draw a heart, that's what it would look like. <laughs> and then the letter U. So so far we have I heart U. Which, that's what we got. If, yeah. <laughs> and then the more than symbol, like. So the alligator is eating the I heart U. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not an actual alligator. I hope that right. I hope that came across. <laughs> like in math. The more than symbol. Yeah. Um, so I love you more than, and then a little globe. It looks like a little world. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is honestly really good considering how small it yeah, is. Yeah, it really is. Anyways. Oh. Like, there's Florida. I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> Not that Florida matters to me or anything. That's <laughs> fine. It's the whole state. <laughs> we live in Florida. Revealed. We live in Florida. Okay. Poor girls. Um, so, I love you more than the world. Um, and then the infinity sign. I know the infinity symbol, cringy, but it goes with the thing, okay? Yeah. Um, and then, an, like, an arrow pointing up. Yep. Which is, like, beyond. Yep. That's the symbol for beyond. Mm-hmm. For me. <laughs> and so, like, the whole thing says, I love you more than the whole wide world, infinity, and beyond. Okay. Now, and why? Behind oh, it. right. Yeah, yeah. There's, like colors like watercolor thing Mm -hmm. so like it's red yellow green and blue um which is my mom's idea because i was just gonna get the symbols my mom was like i want color and i was like (laughs) okay (laughs) and so the reason that's like that's a tattoo is because um that was like a saying that we used to like say to each other a lot when i was younger like we would have this game where we would race each other to see who could say it the fastest Mm -hmm. um just so cute. So, uh, so cute. Mother-daughter bonding. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I got it on my left forearm, and she got it on her right forearm. So when you hold hands... It- <laughs> yeah, because we totally <laughs> do that on the random. <laughs> um, by the way, I don't know if it's making it sound this way, my mother's still alive. <laughs> yeah. Like, I say we used to say that to each other, but, like, we just say it less because I'm older. Mm-hmm. So it's not because she's... She's still alive, y'all. Okay? <laughs> um... So yeah, that was my first tattoo, literally the day I turned 18, and then after that, I had to go to a graduation rehearsal, because <laughs> I was graduating two days later. Um, so yeah, that was my tattoo, and then like I said, we went on spring break our freshman year of college, yep. and then we were like, let's get tattoos! Yep, because and I had been thinking about getting a tattoo for a, like a while, a few months, six months or so, mm-hmm. um, and autumn finally convinced me you were like <laughs> let's just do it just do it and I was so nervous <laughs> and I was like I'll get a tattoo too I will get a tattoo with you because like I want, I want multiple tattoos I still have more tattoos than I want to get mm-hmm. but like right now I only have these two yeah because money <laughs> yeah they are expensive <laughs> yeah we were on spring break and we planned to get our tattoo the last day second to last day yeah. it was like the night before we left no, it was in the daytime. Oh, it wasn't the daytime. It was the last day we were 
was gonna be there. Gonna be there because we didn't want to. Because I know like you can't go in the water and stuff after you get a tattoo, yeah, and so it sun. would be kind of stupid to do it like in the beginning. <laughs> um, Not that we did a lot of swimming because the weather was terrible, but it wasn't terrible. But like we live in Florida, so like we're used to a certain kind of weather, and yeah. it was just not up to par for yeah. us. Um, but yeah, so we got tattoos at this, just some random tattoo shop. I don't even remember the name of it, which is kind of sad. Yeah, I don't either. Yikes. Actually, <laughs> something funny that we did is that oh, we, like, created a whole schedule for, um, spring break. We, we made a PowerPoint. We made a whole PowerPoint, what we were going to do each day. We what had we pictures. What we were going to wear. Literally. <laughs> and then, oh. like, one of, like, I think the first or second day, we were like, we're going to go and, like, scope out different tattoo shops. And so we went to a few different ones because mm-hmm. we didn't want to just, like, go to the first one we saw. Yeah. And originally, I wanted to get my tattoo on, like, my left rib cage. Um, but one of the tattoo places we went to was like, don't do that. If you ever want to get pregnant, like, <laughs> your skin's going to stretch. And I was also, like, it hurts a lot if you get on your ribs. Yeah. So, that was a little... <laughs> that was kind of weird. <laughs> weird. We didn't end up going there because they were expensive and kind of rude. Bougie. It felt like... Um, really bougie. Yeah. Because it wasn't... They were suggesting something. I mean, they were, but they were suggesting it kind of rudely. Like, the way they said that was... Like, okay. Like, I get that, like, women can have babies. Like, Mm -hmm. that's something that we are able to do. But, like, we're so young. Like, why would you... We were 18 when this happened. 18? 19? I was definitely... I was definitely still 18. Yeah, so me too. (laughs) Wow, the turnaround. <laughs> I didn't realize it was that. It was almost a year. I was, like, we were almost going to be 19. Because yeah, it was, like, in, when's spring break? Like, in April? It was in, I think it was in March or, March or April, yeah. And that was, like, a couple months for my birthday. So, like, yeah. it was almost a year from when I got my first tattoo. Mm-hmm. Still in the same year, though. <laughs> and then we ended up, like, meeting with the person that, at the tattoo shop that we ended up going to. And I don't remember exactly what happened, but I know he got angry with us. I don't know what happened. Okay, so you tell him. <laughs> we had, I, I think I know what happened. <laughs> we had, like, called or texted, we had gotten in contact with this man and was like, hey, can we, like, come and, like, you know, discuss, like, tattoos with you mm-hmm. and set up an appointment. And he was like, well, I don't normally come in on this day, but I can. Yeah. Um... I'll be here from this time to this time. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, cool, tight. And then we get, and then we drive there, and, like, we got there within the time frame, but he expected us to be there at the beginning of that time frame. Yes. And so when we got there, he wasn't there anymore. Even though yeah. that was still in the time frame, he was, yeah. like, expecting us to be there at the beginning of that time frame, so which a- we did not understand apparently it was just kind of a miscommunication thing yeah but then when we get we eventually came back we went to, we just went the next day yeah and he was like i was like hey we kind of contacted you and we came yesterday and it was like oh yeah i was waiting for you guys but mm-hmm. like you never came and then when we <laughs> scheduled our actual tattoo he was like don't be late yeah <laughs> um, i was like sorry. okay I mean, <laughs> we weren't late but okay <laughs> but i mean he did good so it was okay he did we, a good job. we had a little bit of a Tussle. Not a tussle. <laughs> a tussle. <laughs> but yeah, that was like a little awkward, but it's whatever. And then leading up to the tattoo, I was so nervous. Um, I it took wa- you to forever. Cause she, okay, one thing you should know about Sage, she is indecisive. Indecisive, yes. And so her trying to come up with what she wanted the tattoo to be took forever. And I ended up changing 
the design the day I got it, and he was kind of upset with me. He's like, I thought you wanted this. <laughs> and I was like, I do want that, just minus this little part. And he was like, I have to redo the whole thing. And I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways. Um, but yeah, I wanted to eat something beforehand, and so I was like, trying my best to eat these, the little, what are they picture. called? They're like little muffins. The little... Little Debbie? No, they're not Little Debbie. The little, what's even on it? A, a dog? <laughs> what? What? Let me look at the picture. Little Bites. The little oh, yes, bites. Little Bites. What is the mascot? I have no idea. A cow? A horse? <laughs> Some farm animal. I'm so think. confused. Anyways, you're trying to eat little muffins. I was trying to eat Little Bite muffins. I literally have a picture of you, like, on your side, on the bed, uh-huh. trying to eat muffins. Because my stomach hurts so bad. I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. <laughs> It's horrible. But we went, and Anna made me go first. Because I was scared that you were going to back out. So I was like, you got to go first. And so I went, and I ended up getting the tattoo that I wanted not on my ribcage. I got it on my spine instead because I just decided that was better. It looked better. Um, Which I'm glad I got it there. And I got an outline. I'll tell you what I got. So I got an outline of a sage flower. Because that's her Uh, name. my name. (laughs) (laughs) And... So it didn't take him very long to do, because it's literally just a black and white outline. Very, like, simple, like, minimalistic. Minimalistic black and white. Which is very popular now. Yes. Um, which is the style that I personally like. And for the next tattoos that I want, which I'll tell you guys about later, <laughs> um, I also want them black and white, minimalistic. But, so I got on my spine, like I said, and it hurt pretty bad, not gonna lie. Felt like he was... Taking a blade and scraping it across my skin. Oh my god, literally. Mean, essentially. That's exactly that's a good description. I didn't talk about how it it hurt oh, on my arm. Yeah. My mirror tattoo. It hurt the further I think it hurt the further up he got. Okay, it either so. hurt the further down or the further up. It was like here like on the ends. Right. I don't remember which way, but yeah, I, the, I got it at like the top of my spine. So the not further Not the very top. Not the vi- no like upper middle back. Upper middle, yeah. And the closer he got to, like, the more down he went on the spine, closer towards the booty. The booty. <laughs> it hurt a lot more. Um, but it wasn't too bad because it was pretty minimalistic, like I said. And the reason I got it was, yes, my name is Sage, so, like, there's a little connection there. But it was mainly to, you know, be true to myself and make sure that I'm... Yeah, being true to myself, and I don't know what else to say. That's basically it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really cute tattoo. I love it. Um, She didn't tell her parents she was doing this, by the way. Oh, yeah, no. So, I didn't think my parents would be supportive, (laughs) (laughs) and I was like, but I want it, and I'm 18, so it's happening. (laughs) You should tell them how your mom found out. (laughs) So, my mom does now know, my dad does not, but I promise you I'm telling him, like, before we go on that cruise. Oh my god, I didn't even think about that. No, I'm straight up. Like, <laughs> so we're going on a cruise for my birthday in June, by the way. So that's and what, her dad's going to be And my there. dad's coming along with us. Um, and he doesn't know about the tattoo yet. But I'm telling him, like, I don't care if it's in the line to get on this boat. I'll be like, also, by the way, if you see a flower on my back, that happened two years ago. So dad currently does not know, but mom does. Did not do that intentionally, though. Was planning on telling both of them when I was, like, 25 or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm currently 20, by the way. Um, so <clears throat> my mom found out because I we went shopping together for my birthday or something, 
and she came in the dressing room with me to just see like the stuff I was trying on <laughs> and meeting dumb I was like yes let me just take off this shirt with my back facing my mother and then she was like what is that and I'm like what is what <laughs> I forget it's there sometimes um she was fine with it like yeah. she was not mad or anything but definitely like startled I just me was so, so much. I wasn't there obviously she just told yeah. me about it and I was like oh my god that is so funny it scared me as soon as she said what is that I was like whoop <laughs> started um, sweating I was like oh no <laughs> I didn't tell my parents either, but, like, not for any particular yeah. reason. It was just to, like, have a secret. <laughs> because, like, like I said, like, I already have a, I already have a matching tattoo with my mom. There was yeah. no reason for me not to tell her. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just like, I'm not going to tell my parents either to just, <laughs> to just be fun. <laughs> and then eventually I was just like, hey, uh, got a tattoo. <laughs> and my mom was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And then I showed her. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the tattoo I got... It's like low key, kind of regretting. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't know. Like I don't like hate it. Like yeah. it's not like Ugh, get it off my body. No, <laughs> it's kind of just like that was made me stupid. But it's whatever. <laughs> I um, like it. So it's the area. It's like where the coochie meets the leg. <laughs> it's like my upper hip. Like. But it's on the side. It's on the side. It's, it's not, not like in. <laughs> It's on, like, your hip. It's on my hip, like, near the front of my body, okay? Like, where the crease is, where you, like, bend your leg. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's where it is. And the reason I... (laughs) Okay, I'll tell you why I put it there after I explain what the tattoo is. So, the tattoo is the word woman in Hebrew, Mm -hmm. okay? So, the reason it's in Hebrew is because I am Jewish, um, and... You're a woman. I am a woman, so there you go. Bada bing, bada boom. Um, but the reason I have it in that area is because I feel like that's a very womanly area of the body, mm-hmm. um, very feminine area of yeah. the body, um, and so I figure I thought I just thought that was a good place. Like I feel like it fit. Um, now the reason I am regretting it a little bit okay. is because so the reason I got it in the first place is because I wanted to feel more connected to my Jewish heritage. Right. And at that time, in school, I was trying to be more part of the Jewish community at the school mm-hmm. because there was, a, it was like an organization or like a club, mm-hmm. and I was trying to be a part of it because in my growing up, um, I grew up in a mixed household religiously. My mom is Jewish. My dad is not. <laughs> um, I think my dad grew up Catholic, but he doesn't really consider himself a religious person. So, like, I didn't grow up strictly Jewish. Like, I celebrated Hanukkah, but I also celebrated Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, I did go to synagogue, which is, like, Jewish church, a, cu- a few times when I was younger because, like, for my grandmother mm-hmm. on my mom's side. Um, I know about Passover. Like, so, like, I have some knowledge, and I have celebrated some things, but, like, I never really identified. Like, I never felt... Jewish. Yeah. Okay, like, I could say, like, I'm Jewish, but, like, that's kind of as deep as it went. It was, like, a very surface... Level. Yeah. Yeah. Very surface level. Um, and so I wanted to be more connected to that, um, and so I thought this would be a great way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was like, yes, like, let's symbolize that, like, physically, on my body. But I ended up not really going further with that. I... That's also part of that is because the pandemic, okay? That's part yeah. of it. And, like, because I had never really put myself, like, strictly 
to it in the first place. Yeah. It was even harder once I wasn't physically at the school and, like, other things were going on. And so, like, I didn't, I didn't really, I I didn't really become a part of that community. Mm -hmm. Um, And so now I'm kind of back to where I was in the beginning, (laughs) where it's like, yeah, I'm Jewish, but, like, it's still very surface level. Yeah. And so, like, I think the tattoo has a good message, but I don't know if, like, it's going to be more than that. Yeah. Which makes me feel sad. (laughs) But, I mean, if nothing else, it's kind of an ode to how you grew up and stuff. So. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, and I guess it could be like an ode to like it can still be an ode to my heritage. Yeah. It can still be an ode to like my mom, mm-hmm. like my family, my mom's side of the family. Yeah. But I really want more tattoos. Ever since I got that one, I've been like, I want more. <laughs> We've talked about it so many times about so like just making times. an appointment and going. It just like, doesn't make sense now. We, we always have like now. something going on, or we just like, procrastinate. When money is like not. Not there. It's not smart to get a tattoo right now. Because but, even though my tattoo was like an outline, it was still $100 after you tip and everything. So, um, so I do more. have another, like my next tattoo, like I have the idea. You got it? I got Solidified. it. It's a little silly one. Oh, um, we've been talking about that. Like, So, I love dinosaurs. Okay? Is <laughs> We're that, probably going to do a dinosaur ap- episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I love them. <laughs> when I was younger, I used to just watch dinosaur documentaries for no reason. <laughs> um, That's hilarious. But is it childlike to love dinosaurs? Yes. Do I care? No. Okay. No. So what I want is I saw, like, on TikTok, like, tattoo ideas, and, like, it's sort of similar to this idea, but mm-hmm. I'm going to change it a little bit. So my favorite dinosaur specifically is the long-necked one. Mm. That kind of looks like a giraffe. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Um, I don't remember the name of it. I'm a bad dinosaur lover. I was about to say, you don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, what I want is I want the dinosaur to be in, like, a little spaceship. Oh. Like, you know, like, the typical, like, little alien spaceship that looks like a saucer and yeah. has, like, a clear bubble on mm-hmm. top? I want you to be able to see the dinosaur's neck and head in the little bubble part. Okay. And I want it to be flying away from an Earth that's in flames. <laughs> That's so funny. Do you know where you want it? See, that's what I've been, that's what I've been debating. Like, I don't really think I know. I think I want it, like, here on my upper forearm. Okay. Um, but I don't know. Hmm. And I guess it's so cute, though. Because, like, I just love the idea of thinking that, like, a dinosaur escaped the Earth in time and is just living in space somewhere. That's, that's funny. I like that. It'd be cute, too. Yeah. A little doodle. Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, a little, like, simple doodle. Yeah. And, like, when the earth is in flames, it looks looks like a typical, like, little flame around the earth. Okay. And you want it in color, or? No. I just want a black outline. Okay. Yeah. The next tattoo I want to get is actually on my spine, right? before the other one. (laughs) But I want to get. Consistency. I want to get a snake. Um. Little sneaky boy. Little sneaky boy, which literally have been talking about. Snake Literally, like, since you got that other one. I yeah, remember you, I, like, showing me pictures and stuff about it. Like, two days afterwards, I was like, this is what I want. <laughs> Literally. Um, and the reason I want that one is because I took Chinese for five years of my life, which don't ask me because I don't know. I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> not fluent at all. I'm not fluent at all. <laughs> um, at a time, I feel like I was pretty good, but I've lost it completely. Like, it's... It makes me kind of sad to think about that. But um, my Chinese zodiac sign is a snake. And that was um, when I originally was 
I didn't sign up for Chinese. I signed up for Spanish. They didn't have room. They threw me in Chinese. <laughs> um, and I was so nervous. I was like, I'm not going to be able to do this. Like, how in the world am I going to learn this language? Like, Learning a language is so hard in general. So difficult. Because America's language is messed up. Mm-hmm. Like, it <laughs> it doesn't make sense a lot of the time. Yeah. And so, like, if you grew up learning that, it's really just hard to learn another language. Like, in general. Yeah. Like, honestly, I feel like when you're in elementary school, you should, if, if you want to, like, if that's something, I know it's, like, hard to say for, like, a first grader, but, like, yeah. They should make it so you have to learn another language, like, when you're growing up, because that's when you're developing. Mm -hmm. So if you're learning English... critical periods. (laughs) Yes. If you're learning English, at the same time you're learning whatever other language you want to learn, like, that everybody could be bilingual. Mm -hmm. And how amazing would that be? Right? Yeah. So I took Chinese for a long time, and I was worried about my ability to do well in the class. Um, And then I, I came to college, and I took one college class in Chinese. That's all I offered, so that's as far as I could go with it. I remember, literally your first semester, you tried to do Chinese. I would <laughs> study Chinese every single day, like, Monday through Thursday. We would be in the library, and you would, like, write it on a whiteboard, and I would try to say it. Yeah. <laughs> and you'd be like, no, that's so wrong. <laughs> it was rough. She so, tried to teach it to me. Yeah. <laughs> but, so I want to kind of just, like, as an ode to that, as an ode to, like, hey, even though if you're presented with a challenge that seems impossible, like, you'll survive. Like, I'm pretty sure... I got A's in all of the Chinese classes I took. If not, then I got a B in one of them. Um, so, yeah, just a little ode to that, even though that I don't know the language. It's also, still, snakes are cool. They are cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like on their little flower. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else we want to talk about? Um, no. I think, yeah. All right. I'm chilling. So, that's your little history lesson on tattoos, <laughs> as well as, like, the tattoos that we have. Our history of tattoos. Our history of tattoos, <laughs> and, like, the tattoos we want Sorry, in Dad, the if future. <laughs> if you're listening. Nobody's <laughs> watching us. <laughs> do, do, Hopefully do, do, not. Do, do, do. <laughs> um, but, yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you later, everybody. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>